Hi guys, welcome to Chaos Under Control. My name is Emily Richardson and I am the host and the creator of this podcast. This is the first episode of season two, but we're going to keep it episode 34 so it can just flow right in from the previous episodes. But nonetheless, it is the first recording for season two and that is just so exciting. I have so many different episodes planned out and I actually shared them on my Instagram. So you can go check that out if you want kind of an itinerary, so to speak. It's Emily G. Richardson on Instagram. So go check that out. It has all the episodes listed. I might not go in that order. I'm not entirely sure. And I do plan to maybe add some to that list. So nonetheless, that is what we have for now. But be prepared for more surprises to come. So I took a little break. It was much needed. I wanted to do Christmas and New Year's and my son's birthday and just kind of enjoy that time with my family and now I am so pumped to just be right back on track and get started with today's episode. So we're doing the who, what, when, where, why, and how sequence. I feel like it's very organized. It's a very good place to start and just kind of kick off season two with a little bit of structure. So today's episode, we're doing the who category. Now, I was trying to figure out how to start out the year, how to start out the season. You can't just use any who title. It needed to flow very well. So the title for today and what we're focusing on is who do you think you are? Now we've all heard that at some point in our lives. There's a song by um, Christina Perry, I think, and she says that line in there and Adele says it in one of her songs. And if you ever got an attitude with your parents and you're from the South, my mom many times has looked at me as a child and said, who do you think you are? Just to kind of let me know and get me in check. So we've all heard this a time or two, I'm sure, but we're going to kind of take it out of that context and twist it around. So your entire life is about being who you are meant to be, but who exactly is that? So let's kind of hold on to that question. I'm from a very small town, very small. I think it's got like 2,000 people, or it did when I lived there. Very small, not much there at all. Everybody knows everybody, and you kind of are known as something there more times than not. So I was known for a while as the pageant girl because there was me and like a couple of other girls that did multiple beauty pageants statewide, nationally, that sort of thing. And so we were known as the pageant girl or the girl that does pageants. And then we had people that were known as, you know, the girl that maybe was really good at volleyball and had the volleyball scholarship or the guy that was great at football or the girl that was great at FFA or whatever. But you know what I mean? So everybody kind of was known as something. Now I'm going to kind of break this down. I've done little categories of labels that people may have in high school, college, and adulthood. So I'm going to run through these real quick and it's going to kind of tie into where we're going with this. So labels that might be around in middle school or high school, the preacher's daughter, the pageant girl, so-and-so's son. So what I mean by that, if you've never heard so-and-so, what that means is if you come to where I'm from or many towns, I'm sure you can say, oh, do you know Bobby McPherson or whoever? That's just a name I made up. Oh, yeah, that's so-and-so's son. That's uh, Billy's son. Billy runs the tire shop up the road. That's a very common thing in the South. You're known as somebody's son, and your parents might 
that you're known for being their son or daughter. They might own a business or they may have done something big and may have been on TV or whatever. So you're known as their son. And that's not just a small town thing, I feel like. I feel like it's pretty known all over. But nonetheless, so-and-so's son, or maybe you're known as the new girl or guy. If your family is a military family and you move around a lot or whatever the case may be. I moved schools a ton when I was younger. And I was not. I wouldn't say I was known as the new girl to everyone. But to me, I always felt like the new girl because I moved a lot. So there's those. Also some that are a little more not so pleasant, the outcast or the wannabe. If you watch any kind of chick flicks or TV shows, Clueless, whatever, Mean Girls, you've seen that they have the scenes in there where there's like the burnouts, the marching band geeks, the wannabes, blah, 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 popular girls. So you see where I'm going with that. Now let's go on to the college section, which is some like sort of the same in some ways, but different in others. So a lot of people in college may be known as the sorority girl or the fraternity guy, maybe the insta famous athlete. There's so many athletes in college now, football, cheerleading, whatever it may be, that are just Instagram famous simply because they're athletes at a big university. So that's one as well. Maybe you're known as the bookworm or the drug dealer. I'm sure you know people who fit all these descriptions, or maybe there's some more serious ones aside from drug dealer, like the dropout or the loser. So those are definitely terms and categories that I feel like we've all heard within our high school and college years. Now, maybe you're not quite into adulthood yet. And when I say adulthood, I mean like 25 and up not necessarily but I'm just trying to separate it from college if you will like have a good defining time of your life as a college age person up to adulthood so let's think of some adulthood categories we'll just say 24 25 and up give or take so maybe you're the trophy wife or people think that you are just trophy wife you are the star husband your relationship goals however you want to label that Maybe the single parent, a doctor or a lawyer. Maybe a label is a widow or a nobody or a jailbird. Those are all things that are labels. Every one of these that I mentioned are categories, labels, classifications that you hear in high school, college, or adulthood. So it's nothing that you're not familiar with. I'm sure you've heard some of those and probably many more. Now, here's the thing about all of those. You have probably heard of them, as I said, and someone may even come to mind when you hear them. But is that someone you? So whether it's cheerleader, dropout, doctor, lawyer, bookworm, doesn't matter. I'm pretty sure that you can pick someone to fit all of these. Now here's the thing. Good or bad are any of those you. Take the time to think about that. But while you're thinking about that, let me hit you with some facts. First of all, you are not your situation or your circumstances. Number two, labels by humans are not relevant or accurate. And point number three, who you think you are should not keep you from who you really are. Now let me touch on those. So it's very easy to think of yourself as what your situation is. Like if you come from a foster family and all you've ever done is bounce from house to house and you had foster parents and you didn't have that actual genuine family that you were born into and grew up in, you may label yourself as a foster child. Or if you come from a family 
that is divorced, you may say that you have divorced parents. You don't just say you have parents, but you label that as divorced parents to emphasize a part of your life. Maybe you went to college and it wasn't working out for you because you're a single parent, so you dropped out. So now you're a single mom who dropped out. Do you see what I'm saying? So we all put a label on our backs and that's what we carry, but oftentimes it's not labels that we want to be there. It's labels that we think society sees from our experiences. So we just go with it and we allow what society thinks to put a label on us. And that's what we carry through our life. And the thing about labels is labels can either push you in the right direction or in the wrong direction because labels create a mentality. And if you hear from enough people or if you think enough people believe that you are just a single mom, a dropout, that you're nothing more than that, there's a good chance you may never be anything more than that because that is what you have accepted that you are and that's all you've accepted you will ever be. But if someone's telling you, you're an Instagram famous athlete, you can be anything you want to be. Nike will fight to sign you, Adidas, whoever, Under Armour can't wait to have you. You're going to go pro. You're going to go so far. When you have people pushing you and fueling that good fire inside of you, you'll reach that potential. You'll set those goals and you'll get there because it's all about people pleasing. The world we live in, you know how I feel about people pleasing. I've said it in my episodes and I am a people pleaser at heart. But I have come to learn that we live in a constant battle of people pleasing and it's never going to win. You're never going to win it because you can't make everyone happy. And no matter what someone gives you as a label, even if you prove them wrong, you're still going to have someone standing in line right behind them. You have to prove them wrong and you have to fight their label of what they think of you off. It never stops. So here's what I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you who you are and I may have never met you. I don't know your name. I don't know where you're from. That doesn't matter. Here's what I can tell you. I can tell you who you are and I can validate why that is. So let me give you some examples of who you or someone else listening to this might be. But nonetheless, one, two, three, four, ten, however many of these I have, you will find some that will apply to you. I guarantee you. First one, you are capable. You are deserving. You are powerful. You are inspirational. Charming wonderful, you are beautiful, you are talented, you are intelligent, you are important. So all of those are really great words, aren't they? And all of those, if you want to take it, go ahead, take all of them. They all describe you. A few of them, if you can only believe that a few of them do, but at least one of them you can pull from that and you can guarantee describes you. And I know it does. And here's why. Because most of all, you were chosen you are set apart, you are worthy, and you are loved. And here's the thing. I fought so hard to believe that and for so long. And I've had to struggle with eating disorders, weight gain, my image of people, what they thought of me, trying to be the pageant girl while also being this girl, trying to be the great army wife while being a great mom. I've tried to be all the labels that people have given me. Because here's the thing, to some people... I'm just an army wife, but to other people, I'm nothing but a mother. I have no identity outside of being a mother. That's who I am. I'm meant to be a mother, but then to other people, I'm the girl that lived in Nashville that partied all the time. And then to other people, I'm the girl that worked at Hooters back in the day. And I'm just a Hooters girl forever and ever, even though that uniform would not fit on my pinky toe at this point in my life, but that's irrelevant. But you get where I'm going with this. I'm so many labels and it just depends who you ask. 
And I'm not saying any of those people's labels are necessarily wrong, but they're not valid. They're not necessary. They're not relevant. And they're not factual. Because here's the thing. That's their opinion of me. That's who they want me to be. That's who they've decided I am. But as a person, I grow and I change and I evolve. And so that label of a Hooters girl back in the day when I was one isn't who I am now. My characteristics have changed. I'm a mother now. I'm a wife. I'm still a daughter. I'm still a friend. I'm all those things. That's very true. But I'm not anything that this world sees me before I'm chosen, set apart, worthy, and loved. So before I'm a wife, a daughter, a military spouse, a mother, a friend, a sister, before I'm any of those things, an iced coffee addict, whatever you want to label, whatever category I am, whoever I think I am, before I'm any of that, I am chosen, set apart, worthy, and loved, and as are you. And you have to believe that for yourself because once you do, all the other categories, the labels, all the descriptive words that I've thrown out for you, all of those hold such little worth and such little importance when you understand who you are and who I am. Because this world will never let you be the labels you want to be. They'll always sneak in and say, she's not skinny, she's anorexic. She's not healthy she's overweight. She's not thick. She's gross. She's not small. She's shaped weird. There's always something else. They're always going to backfire because you'll never be enough for the world. That's how it is. I'll never be enough. You won't. No one will ever be enough. And so when you think that you've got all the good labels, there's always going to be a bad label hanging around. That's just how it is. And here's the thing. If you ever listen to celebrities interviews or just their Instagram lives or however they broadcast they will always say on there Kim Kardashian said it Selena Gomez there's a show on Netflix right now called cheer and it's incredible you need to watch it the kids stories prove that no matter the following you have on social media you are still human and life still happens but there's a girl on there she's very well known her name's Gabby Butler And she was talking about on social media, she said, I can get millions upon millions of comments of people saying they want to be me, how great I am, how pretty I am. But I can get one comment that just says that you're not anything. You're not special. You're not talented. You're not pretty. Any label that they give her. And that's what, that's what she focuses on. All the good doesn't matter. And Kim K said the same thing. I mean, celebrities say it all the time. All the well-known people, they're still human. And They can get all the glory in the world, but there's still those bad labels that come along of people telling them who they are and who they should be. But the fact is, is that Jesus didn't die on the cross for you or me and go through that pain for us to just be too skinny, too fat, wear too much makeup, not wear enough makeup. That's not how it is. And you may not be a Christian. You may not believe in Jesus. That's fine. But I'll tell you, I was at my lowest of low in 2019 And I have always believed in God. I've always went to church. But the Holy Spirit, whether you believe in it or not, hit me in a new way. And I'm not some preacher. I'm not going to act like I'm perfect because I'm not. But what I will say is it hit me in a new way. And I have such a refreshing like outlook on my life now and how I see other people and the patience and the grace that I have. He really just showed me so much. And, and I just allowed it. I said, you know what? I'm just going to let my guard down. 
I'm going to stop worrying about how to make everyone happy because it's never going to happen. I just need one thing to make happy. And he just snuck his way in and said, I'm right here. If you want to make someone happy that's not going to let you down, I'm right here. I mean what I say. I'm right here. Y'all, I'm telling you, it changed my life. But I'm not trying to turn you into a Christian. I'm not trying to make this religious for you. It's just me personally. But whether you believe in Jesus or not, whether you're religious or not, the point of this is, is that there's not one person in this world that has not messed up, that will not continue to mess up. And there's not one person in this world that you owe anything to that their labels should make or break how you see yourself. Because deep down in every person, there is good. And there is flaws. We all have flaws. But there's so much good in every person. Even the worst people have good in them. They do. They may have a lot of bad, but they still have parts of them that are good. I believe that to my core. I do. I just think sometimes the bad outweighs the good. And it's unfortunate, but it happens. But every person has good. And as long as you believe that, as long as you believe that you are chosen, that you are put on this earth to be a good person, to do good things, to bring happiness to other people. If you believe that and you believe that you're worth respect and you're worth living a good life with meaning and purpose and joy and opportunity, if you believe that to your core, good things will happen. You'll have a better outlook. When bad things happen, they won't hit you so hard. And that was my problem is I didn't see enough worth in myself that when the smallest things happen, I blew them out of proportion. And I said, these things don't happen to so-and-so. This would never happen to her. Why don't these things happen to her? Why does it always happen to me? And the fact is, is that it happens. It happens to everyone, but how you react to it is more than half the battle. And I forced myself. I said, you know what? Bad things are going to happen, but I'm going to react to it in a better way because it is what it is. And that's just how it is. That's how you know who you are. Who you are is a person that is resilient, that is caring, loving, that understands that life will happen, but loves himself enough to react to it in a positive way. So they put themselves and their emotions and their self-value first. And I've fought with that, but I'm telling you, once you get to that point and it happens once, you will crave it. I, I don't crave when bad things happen. Don't get me wrong, but i take so much joy in knowing how I can handle it now. I've seen myself handle bad things and rise from it maturely and with a good fire in my soul because I value myself and I know that I'm worth so much more than the bad things that happen to me. And I will not let them steal my joy because I'm valued and I'm important and I'm chosen. And now that I have that in me, it's contagious. And my husband notices it. He said, girl, you glow different. Like you're just happy. You're just better. I'm exercising now. I'm, I'm seeing myself for who I am. I'm getting up earlier. I'm interacting with my kid more. It just, it happens. It takes over you. When you push out negativity, when you silence it, your whole world changes. And the world's still going to go around. It's still going to have good days. It's still going to have bad days. But how you react to them really changes those days oh it does it's so good and I'm gonna keep going to get to some closing notes so I don't keep y'all all day because I will straight up do it it's been so long since I made an episode I am grinding right now let me just tell you but moving on labels and opinions of others are not what will allow you to be who you are meant to be so here's some key points if you think if I can just make even if it's your parents 
your spouse, whoever, if I can just be the size zero wife that they want me to be, if I can be the 4.0 college graduate that my parents want me to be, if I can do this, that, if I can sell the most cars this month at work, if I can just do this, I'll be fine. But here's the thing. Everything in this world is temporary. Everything. iPhones, there's always coming out with the next best iPhone. They're always going to come out with a bigger TV, with the more clear display. They're always going to come out with a new car because it's never enough. To people, nothing is enough. We're never satisfied. There always has to be something new because we get bored and we start to get critical. And we're like, okay, this was fun and now it's annoying because of this, this, and this. And here's the thing. When the next best thing comes along, the former thing gets even worse. So you think, oh, if I just can be a size zero, everything will be fine. So you become a size zero. That's great. You went on a fitness journey. You did what you had to do. That's great. But here's the thing. When someone else comes along, a new girl comes to school, or you go to America's Next Top Model and you're this size zero, and someone else beats you on that America's Next Top Model runway, or the new girl comes along and the guy you like starts dating her, then you're like, why? I became a size zero. I thought that's what I had to do. And apparently that's not the case because there's always going to be something else. There's always a chance that something will swoop in and life will completely 360 and what you thought you had to do, there's actually more. And so when we put any kind of faith in this world to fulfill our happiness and what we're supposed to be and who we're meant to be, you're always going to be let down. It may not happen right away. You may be on the biggest high of your life, cloud nine for six months, a year, however long it may be. But at some point, it's going to hit you hard and you're going to crash because you've allowed yourself to put your faith into something that has no promise. This world has no promise. We could get hit. We could collide with the planet right now and explode. Like, you never know what could happen. A bomb could go off and the whole world could cease to exist. I'm just saying. Like, I hope not, but you never know. But you can't put your faith in something that's not promised. And again, if you're not religious, that's fine. But you just have to know that this world... With so much imperfection, you see people around you left and right messing up, things collapsing. It's just nothing's promising. You have to believe that in your soul, the person you know better than anyone is good and it is worth investing in and appreciating and showing respect to. Because if the rest of the world isn't going to show you respect, you have to show respect to yourself or you'll never know what it is. You'll never experience it a day in your life. So I'm going to give you some closing notes. And I want y'all to think on these. I really do. Because this is such a great mentality to have throughout the year. When life hits you hard and bad things happen and people say, oh, there comes the teen mom. Oh, there he goes. The guy with three baby mamas. There goes the guy that has a new job every other week. When you have all these labels hitting you and people telling you who you are or who you should be, remember this. Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? Not Sally down the street not your coworker, not your spouse. Who do you think you are? Because I think I'm a great mom. I think that I am a very good wife. I work hard for my family. I feel like I'm really good at podcasts, not to be conceited. I'm being very confident right now. I feel like I enjoy them and I'm helpful to people and people tell me how I help them. I feel like I'm a good friend. That's who I think I am. I think that I enjoy being around people and helping them and comforting them. That's what I think I am. Now, here's the thing going even further is who you think you are someone that you have wanted to be answer that question. 
So I just told you who I think I am. Is that who I wanted to be? Growing up, I wanted to be a good mom. I wanted to be a good wife. I wanted to be a hard worker. Now, I wasn't always that way. I wasn't a few months ago, weeks ago even. I wasn't that hard of a worker. I didn't feel like I was a great mom or a great wife. I felt like I was slacking and I was hard on myself because I didn't see the worth in myself. I didn't. I was like, girl, don't stand in front of a mirror. Do not. Don't go out in public. Don't let the world see you. Don't post pictures of you on Instagram. Nobody wants to see that. You do not look good. You look like you let yourself go. And because of that, I lost the worth that I have. I didn't respect myself. And so I didn't see myself for who I really was, a great mom, a great spouse. I didn't see any of that. And that's not who I wanted to be. I wanted to be a great mom and a great spouse. Now, going even further, are you thinking that you're someone worth knowing? I think now I'm someone that I would like to meet. Like if I was out in public, I wouldn't mind meeting someone like myself. A few months ago, not, not so much. I would pray if if I was a random stranger and I met myself in public, I'd say, oh, girl, I'm gonna pray for that girl. She looks like she's struggling. She looks like she's defeated. I'm gonna pray for her. Not necessarily someone I'd call to be like, hey, girl, let's go to Target. Let's go get coffee. You want to go to the grocery store? Not really someone I'd want their energy around me, but I'd pray for them. So consider that. What about someone worth dying for? Oh, that got a little tricky. And again, I'm going to hop back on the religious part of this because it sounds ridiculous, but I've listened to so much like gospel music lately, like uplifting gospel music, and it's just refreshing. And whether you're a Christian or not, there's so much gospel music out there that they don't even talk about God in the song. They talk about you and they say, you are worthy. You're chosen. You're important. The world's better because you're here. And you don't even have to believe in God to know that those words are true, that you're so important, that life would be so different without you here, whether you believe it or not. And so if you need to just type in today's Christian hits, today's best gospel songs, whatever you have to do. I have an Amazon Alexa and I get her to play it all the time. And it's just songs that are just There's a song actually by Matthew S and it says, hello, my name is defeat. I'm sure you recognize me just when you think you can win. I knock you right back down again till you've lost all belief. And it's just songs like that. And then it comes in and says, hello, my name is child of the one true King. And they're the person in the song is telling all their problems, their flaws. It's telling every negative energy out there. Hey, I'm sure your name's defeat. I'm sure your name's regret. It's nice to meet you. But I'm chosen, I'm loved, and I'm worthy, and you're not going to pull me down. I'll pray for you, but you're not going to pull me down. And you have to believe in yourself. You have to believe that. Because the thing is, is you're someone worth dying for. You are. You're someone worth living for. You are. You're worth this life. You're worth being here. You deserve this life. You need it. We need you here. You have to understand that because the answer is yes. It's always yes. On your worst day, you still need to be here. You're still loved, chosen, and worthy. I'll tell you what. November of 2019 was one of the hardest months of my life. I lost so many relatives that month. It was unreal. And I lost more relatives that month than I had lost in my entire life. And the thing is, it was from my dad's family, my mom's, my stepmom's. It was all over. So literally... Everyone in my family was hurting on all sides and it was hard. I got into a car accident. It was a bad situation, just very traumatizing. A lot was going on. We moved to a new state, a new home. I don't know anyone here still. I just, 
I was, I was very down on my appearance. It was bad. November was a very bad month for me and it allowed me to put up a wall in my marriage, to put up a wall as a mother, to put up a wall with myself. And I just didn't feel very important, loved, chosen, worthy. And I think now that I've come out of that funk, I'm not thankful for it in a way, but in other ways, I feel like it was so important to see that because I had to believe that I was going to get out of that. I had to because the bad's always going to happen. But when it hit me hard in November, the only thing I could say is I just have to get out of this. Like there's no other way I'm going to get any lower. I have to get out of this. And I did. I started eating better. I started exercising I started listening to some gospel music, not necessarily because of God, but because it's encouraging, it's powerful, it's positive. I know I can play it throughout my house and I'm not worried that my child's going to ask me what a side chick is one day or whatever. It's good music that he can hear. It's just good for the soul. I just needed that soul recharge. I needed that. I needed some validation that things get better. They do. And maybe I didn't need to go on social media for a while. I deleted Instagram for a few days. I needed that. I needed to unfollow certain people on social media and follow new people that tore me down. The people, and they weren't tearing me down on purpose, but seeing their profiles literally tore me down. I was like, okay, I just can't handle it. It's not worth my mental health. It's nothing personal to them, but I just can't follow their page right now. And I unfollowed them and it did me so much good. I started reading a book. Girl, Wash Your Face by Rachel Hollis. I know I'm late to the party. Phenomenal. I'm going to read it again a second time. Do those things. Figure out who you are. And don't try to figure out who you are from social media. Don't do that. Don't, don't let that be a factor. Dig deep in your soul. Turn on some good music, some inspiring music. Read a good book. Go out on walks. Experience nature. Make some new recipes you've never made before. Try a new craft. Do those things. Build something. Make a photo album. Make a scrapbook. Do things for your soul that don't require someone else's approval, but because you want to be creative. You want to explore. You want to find some value in yourself that doesn't need validation from a double tap on a phone screen that might even be a cracked phone screen for that matter, like mine. Just saying. But think about that. Be who you're meant to be. Not who this world wants you to be. Because as long as people can put you down, they're going to. And as long as you allow them to, they're going to. But I don't care if I get three likes on a picture. I don't care if I get 6,000. I don't, I don't care. And for so long, I did, y'all. I did. And my thing now is that at the end of my life, I want my child and my husband and my family and my friends to say, that girl loved She loved, she loved life. She loved herself. I've never seen someone just love so much, love others, want to help others, just love being a mother, loved being at home just as much as she loved going on adventure. She loved every bit of her life. That's what I want because that's so important to me. And that's what I want my legacy to be. I want my child to look up at me and see a mom that loves herself enough to exercise To not sit on the couch and be miserable, eating snacks all day, hating how she looks. Because that's who I was. That's who I was recently. It was terrible. And I'll dig further into that in future episodes. And I know I'm going crazy on this episode, y'all, but I'm, I'm on it today. But I want him to see someone that loves herself, that appreciates herself, and loves him enough. I want him to know that I love him so much that I want to be better for him. I want to model what a mother should be. 
so he can find a woman one day and say, that's her. That's who I want to be the mother of my kids because my mom raised me and I remember the impact she had on me and I want that for my kids. That's what I want. I want my husband to not have to find reasons to be proud of me. I just want it to be clear. I want him to see me and say, that's my girl. That's my girl right there. Because that's what I see when I see him. And he deserves that from me. Y'all, be who you're meant to be. You're meant to be chosen, set apart, and worthy. Loved. If you believe those things, you will be such a great person. Your life will change. Your lifestyle. Your attitude. Your love. Your patience. Your view on the world. Everything will change. Believe that in your soul because I believe it for you. And please, 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 if you ever need to talk about anything, if you need to vent Whatever the case may be, Emily G. Richardson on Instagram. Look me up, y'all. Message me any time of day, anytime. I will get back to you as soon as I can. I'm always here. Don't ever think you're not loved. Don't ever forget that because you are. You are so loved and the world is so lucky to have you. Y'all, I'm so excited to be back doing these podcasts. I'm so pumped that I got this episode done today. Oh, I did it a little sooner than planned. I was going to wait a few more days, but I just had the fire in my heart and I had to get it out there. So season two is officially started. I cannot wait for more episodes. I'm always down for suggestions. Please, please send them in. Please hit the five-star review button. Leave a review. It's going to help people find my podcast so they can be part of this, what we have going on. Thank y'all so much, guys. Have a blessed day.